99 Problems Podcast. We are rolling again. It's Kodak and C. Cole. What's good, bro? What's up? How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Amazing. Ah. <laughs> you know, we live from the... Uh, we were in Come on, 106 in Park. Uh, What's his name? TikTok. I forgot his name. It was the Who basement. That? It used to be live in the basement. They used to have the booth. Oh, shit. They come downstairs right from this shit. You remember that? No, I don't. Yo, I never... As a young boy, I did not watch they, 106 I mean, 106 Park. It used to be on BT. Oh, word. It used to be live from the basement or something like that. Different rappers what? come in. They had a yeah. booth. And they just spit a freestyle. Well, we are live from the live basement. Live from the basement. <laughs> <laughs> this guy has somebody start rapping. You feel me? I don't rap, so I'm, I don't yeah, know. I got a couple bars, but I got to say that. Oh, you saving it? It's too, early, too early in the podcast for me to be, mm. be dropping a, a hot 16. So. <laughs> is it is it more on a, a poetic flow or like uh, like like Nas or is it like? Uh, I, might, a, I might be just talking my shit on some mm, raw shit, mm, big time, real, so, you know, real what, cinematic. What type of what type of rap would you say Ross gives? Like, is it is it like it's like luxury rap type shit? Like, it's like luxury. Ninety five percent. Nah, no, I'm lying. Seventy five percent luxury. Twenty five percent. He be on some real poetic shit. Mm, Other yeah, than that, yeah. he on some real luxury. Yeah, talking Santorini about Santorini Greece. <laughs> right, right. right. <laughs> Shorty was Yo. naming off how many the whole portfolio. No, and what, what song was that? Um, what song? It was the most. Re- I, uh, uh, Turnpike Ike. Oh yeah, John yeah, just came. Yeah. I, in. I really yeah. know Turnpike Ike like that. But big time yeah. that John was Swiss. That was my. If I look right, I think I went to school with the shorty who's in the, video? the Turnpike Ike video. Did I tell you that? No, you didn't tell me. Turnpike Ike. Let me what, look college or high school? Like, high school, oh, actually. Shit. Yeah. And she's been out doing her thing in L.A. I said, yeah, she's getting in the rose video. That is her. That's crazy. That's so crazy. That is so crazy. Shout out to Robin. Uh, she's in the Turnpike Ike video. And I, I just like shouting out people that I know on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna skip this ad. She, she was like a doing, dancer. Like, what is yeah, she, she was like a model, oh, okay. uh, dancer. Um, I don't know if there's any type of copyright things right, going on here, so we're gonna turn this down. Um, shout out to Ross, but we just trying to give her her credit. Come on, show her. I don't know why it looks like this. Yeah, we're gonna turn this. There she go. Yeah, I mean, do her thing. You give the main John in the Turnpike Ike video. That's crazy. That's amazing. Four million views. Do your thing, sis. We'll watch that afterwards yeah. so we don't get no copyright infringement. You're trying to get sued. Yeah, you know I'm saying we just trying to get the podcast off the ground. Not trying to, you know what I'm saying? Get sued. No, shout out DMX though. He was on the cover of uh, GQ. Word. Yeah. I got a whole article written up. Is he oh, a GQ he? man? They got him dressed like a GQ <laughs> man. Like, no, the one thing like DMX, that's a real nigga. Yeah. Like DMX is a He's solid. It's a ruin. That's Yo, a ruin. you know they canceled. The 25th anniversary of Doggy Style tour stop here at the BB and T because it didn't sell no tickets. And DMX was on that lineup. DMX, Snoop Dogg, Warren G, State Property. I don't know none of these people that I I'm know naming. Warren G. But That's one uh, regulate. Okay, okay, yeah. But I don't can't. Yeah, I think they would have did like the uh, Fillmore. You that think smaller? Fillmore True. Smaller. True, but I think though they overshot just for the idea that Snoop was big. You yeah. know, they they. Now, if it was an X, I feel like X can definitely do a solo. Just him, yeah. Mm. A, lot, a lot of people rock out with X. Yeah, like, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, believe, and then in in that in that era, yeah, I just thought about it like 
Well, when I was called, like, letting people know that the tickets had been canceled or right. something like that, everybody seemed disappointed. So maybe it was because they got them off comp, you know what I mean? Right, that right. they was like, oh, I was looking for one yeah, dude. Free was, concert. One dude is going to be his birthday. So, yeah. He, yeah, so it was tough. Like, like unfortunately, That's not funny, is can- <laughs> unfortunately it's canceled, yo. That's a bad, like, not his birthday. That's, that's a bad, yo. That's, that's a bad that's show. A bad that's a bad <laughs> and then... um. It was it was uh, brought to my attention that that venue can hold up to twenty thousand people. Yeah, because it got the outside. The lawn. big lawn, yeah. And I I was looking at in the uh, the concert we went to before the Meek John. That John wasn't. It filled. wasn't filled at all because when we walked but to Meek the just lawn, did two sellouts last beginning of this year. Or was it last year? It was probably. Last year. I think it was the beginning the, of this year. Yeah, he dropped a champion championship. Championships. Yeah. He sold out the Met. Was that? I think he sold out the Met two nights mm. in a row, or he did one sellout mm. in the and other then one, like a full ass job. Yeah, I don't know. Damn, but I know he did two tour. I mean, two dates in Philly. Damn, you know I mean, a lot of people sometimes he ain't dropped no new music. That's true. That's so I don't true. think I'm gonna pay a third time. Like I rock out with me, but I don't think I'm gonna pay you a third time to, to see come you. See Damn, you. there's nothing. There's no mm-hmm. new material. Mm-hmm. I think that the combination though, when it because for some reason when they announced it, they were hotter than. Oh, the uh, like the lineup them, yeah. was hotter than than they were. I feel like Megan. I don't want to. I just want to sound like a Hot hater, topics, but it's come just, on. She got like the hot girl summer. I think really had her her, her momentum. For and the that's summer when time. they announced it. And that was just like, okay, okay. It's what else? Okay, how she was before the, mm-hmm. the summer. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was noticing too. Like I said, when they dropped it, mm. Meg was killing it. Yeah, she was. Meek was killing was. just on the run. You feel me? Future. He was. It was future. So we just thought it'll I boost feel like it. Future. He he. Reaches apex. Yeah, no, he's definitely on a steep decline right now. Just on like, I'm not talking about his money. No, I'm not talking about about, yeah. Talk about his music. You feel me? Like future, like in like 2015 when he dropped uh, "Dirty Sprite" Mm too. I believe that was that album. Mm -hmm. Like with John with Drake. Yep, that shit was fire. (laughs) He yo Gucci flip flop should give him. I mean Gucci should give him money for the flip flop. The flip flop joint. No Everybody. niggas had Gucci flip flops before that At song all. dropped, yo. At Every all. nigga had more house in Atlanta had a pair of Gucci flip flops. <laughs> and they probably wasn't even fucking nobody's bitch. They just bought the. <laughs> just the niggas being Instagram with Gucci flip flops on the tube socks. Get the fuck out of here, yo. Get <laughs> you got here. these dirty Get ass the white socks on. You just put one ninety five with some Gucci flip flops and got corner store tube socks on. <laughs> what the fuck? Please put a pair. I'm gonna put a pair of polo <laughs> socks on. With I'm gonna put a pair of Gucci socks on with my Gucci flip flops. You already broke from the two hundred dollar flip flops, so. <laughs> Shit, Gucci socks cost hundred dollars. Yeah, that is crazy. That's crazy. I I um I was thinking about that because when I seen you know the lineup or when I got to the venue for that concert, just a quick recap because I don't even think we talked about it. For you know, real. We, we didn't do no podcast next. Uh, yeah, last week we didn't even talk about that, John. Um, it was it was a cool setup. We was working at John, right. so we was set up actually in a different area because there was a there's three entrances to the BBNT. I'm surprised. Right, we were set up on the inside by where I guess people that can get drinks and shit mm-hmm. come in at. Um, so it was quiet for the beginning, like like that's when it's supposed to be live. Yeah, it was it's quiet in that John. Um, Future had one of his artists, Guap Tarantino, somebody. Me either, but he opened up, and it was nobody in there, obviously. Uh, then then mustard came. No, Megan came after the open. She was damn near like opener. I'm number surprised two. she didn't come after mustard and Todd Dallas. Right. Um. No, Todd Dallas. I wanted to know it was mustard and YG. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Oh, wait, wasn't Todd Dallas sign supposed? That was, like he was that was oh, no, Chris Brown. John. He was Todd on. Dallas he, is on was on that tour. Oh, but I think certain dates he wasn't on there. Wow. I think YG was on some. Dates. Was it because he was on Chris Brown's tour too? It that been, nigga yeah, Todd Dallas sign making yeah, a bag. Been. Damn, because two. 
Probably like, why he Ty wasn't. Ty Dolla Sign, he don't really have his own song. No, he don't. Majority stuff is features. They said they sprinkle that nigga Ty Dolla Sign on features yeah, like I don't he parsley. Think I pay nobody to see, like, <laughs> hear you do features. At all. Well, and I think the reason why he wasn't on the date at the BB&T because he was coming again uh, on that Tuesday right after yeah, with no, Chris Brown. That. That's, so that's, yeah. that's the answer right there why yeah. Bobby wasn't popping. Yeah. Meg was just here from Made in America. Right. And she was here, I feel like, before. And they killed that Made in America set. Yeah, we talked about yeah, that, John. Yeah. And she was here again before that. She was here at Class of. Yeah. That was May, though. So you think May, it's only September. September. Yeah, it's and a, then it's a only right September. back. She hasn't yeah. dropped no new music. That's true. Well, she did, because she had dropped Cash Shit. That was, like, new. Cash Shit wasn't before May. Uh, that joint came, on Fever, came out on Fever track, which was, was like. May, June. Yeah, it actually was in May because she dropped that joint. Fever. She dropped Fever yeah. the day before or after Class yeah, Up. And I think Cash It, was that out before she dropped Fever? Or was they, did they come was out Cash It on album? Fever? I feel like it was. Yeah. Let's look up the Fever track list. But, um, and, I, and I feel like the song with Juicy J, I thought it was going to be bigger than it did. Oh, yeah, no. Kind of like Mm-mm. stalled a little bit. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. You only get so much from people. Sometimes it's too much. Oh, yeah, Cash It was on Fever, number four. Okay, so yeah. Simon Says was also on Fever, too. That's what I'm saying. I right, thought that right, was right, going right. to be the next. Like, take her off. And Sex that Talk. Song. And Reeler. Yeah. Damn, so she... Are we talking about it, like, only out of 14, one, two, Maybe three, or four. three, four, popped? Mm. And that was an album, right? No, she didn't say it was, it was yo. Like, yeah, it was one of her mixtapes. She, uh, she got a management deal with Rock Nation. So. Right, that's hot. That was a big move. But it's a lot of people that's on Rock Nation that management. They ain't, <laughs> they ain't doing nothing. That is they true. They ain't doing nothing. <laughs> I don't know, but we um, speaking of concerts, I was at the Dirk concert last yeah, night. Uh, Energy-wise, it was crazy. I'm not like the Dirk guy. Yeah, I don't like, know any Dirk songs. Only Dirk song I knew was, uh, can I even name it right now? Uh, the Drunk sex, drunk sex, yeah, yeah. Rich sex. That shit is the only, like, you nasty. That shit was the only joint that I knew. And that I didn't know who he was. I saw a picture of him or something. He had the braids. Yeah. The blonde joint he thought he was future. Last time I saw him, he had a regular cut. Like, I got. He popped out with the, I didn't know. I'm like, who is that? Somebody's like, that's a little dirt. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I don't really do. Right. But the energy, and it's like loyalty. Like, obviously, your fans will know your music. Right, so right, right. I didn't know that there was that many Dirk fans in Philly. But it's, it's he gave me like a uh, like a Chief Keef vibe. So his fan base, like you know how Chief, right, like I a lot of mean. like Chief Keef fans, like they rob him. Mm-hmm, he don't mm-hmm, he dropping new music mm-hmm. like that. He gave me that type of that vibe. Yeah, that vibe for it. So apparently, there was a another traumatic incident after the show, though. What last night? Yeah. So we, me and my sister. Was there kicking it? We was in the back section. Mm. She she almost passed out in that joint. It was, was that hot? Yeah, it was packed. People were smoking. It was just a crowded environment. So yeah, so she she wasn't feeling it. So we stepped to the back. Right, uh-huh. it was a little seated section, um, and we got to a point where it was like, all right, bro, we're gonna leave because Sim right. Santana came out and he did flexing yeah. and flashing. He was he lit it up. You know that song is energy, bro. Like that shit is lit. Um, so he Dirk had him close out the show on on just some loyalty shit, I guess. I don't know. Um, but my sis looked at me. She was like, "You ready to go?" I'm like, "Yeah." You feel me? It's time to go. Time to go. <laughs> and, it's time to go. And she was on or a more anticipatory vibe, like, "Yo, let's go before everybody leaves." And that's not, that's same and, way. Shout out to your sister. I'm the same way. I'm riding thirty minutes before the concert <laughs> over. So I exactly. Out of here, exactly. 
we we weren't the only ones leaving, but we were a part of the early crowd right. to leave. The early risers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know the finesse down there, and I'm giving up some tape. If y'all know, you could park in the Sugar House Casino yeah. and for free, and right, you could walk then, over. Yeah. So that's what we did. So we're walking away from all the excitement. We're driving back, and all of a sudden, we so we saw a motorcycle go by, and you know, motorcycles backfire, and that shit let off like, right. bap, 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 like an old motorcycle. Yeah, it was like a dirt bike type, John. So we didn't think nothing of it because right. I heard the shit, and it didn't sound like gunshots. gunshots. Yeah. Especially if you saw the motorcycle, you probably just thought it was right. I just looked and saw that, and then it. I saw one dude duck, look back. And then run, right? Like, he started jogging up a little bit. Like, oh, those sound like shots. He's like, what the fuck? I'm like, bro, that's not shots. So we're driving towards the Fillmore, and we see people pouring out of this joint, like running, scratching, pushing, shoving. If I could find this pic- this video on- I don't um, mean, like, but what the fuck? Yo, like, it was so crazy. We're like, yo, why are you- <laughs> The African man, why are you running? Like, what is why going on? Why are you trying to shoot on? the Fillmore? But the, the, the security in that joint was so tight that there was no way that they were shooting in there. No way. Unless they were shooting outside. Look, Dirk just, just tweeted, fake news. It wasn't no shooting last night in Philly. I actually just pulled up this tweet, and it said no shooting happened. But why was people running out? They're because not running out people no are tripping. This is what I wanted to talk about. The post-traumatic stress that we live through and this trauma-filled, anxious social media um, like viewed reality, right? Yeah. That we live in creates this environment where people think at any moment something's going to happen to them. But if nobody hear gunshots, I'm confused on why somebody's thinking right, somebody's right? shooting. Did you work the roots pick? You didn't work for us, I didn't, dude. No, I didn't. I okay. wasn't there Oh my God! Oh yeah, they said it was you heard about the stampede. stampede. Now the Ruse picnic scenario, there was no real security, so right. that could have been a possibility. Right. But again. The, you, the the ultimate the thing the openness of the area yeah like anything could have heard something from like a mile away yeah to my oh they shooting yeah once you say that or once it gets into the air that something it's is happening right. that it's you right. can't control people run the Fillmore you've probably seen it or been in it before mm. the open floor plan but once the gate is like at a certain point you're not getting past it and the only way out is to the back people were running out of every door back front side. It was just pouring out. And a video showed that it was just like, like, uh, can I find it? Like, it just looks like, yo, I was, we were going, I was driving. Like, I was in the car watching people run at me. So, like, I didn't see none of the shit that was going on on the inside. What is going on? Yeah. Uh, Let me see if I, some dude did a, uh, 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 like a joke to it. Cause the shorty like lost her wig or something. Like people was Yo. really falling. Like it was really bad in this joint. It was really bad in this joint. So look, like this is a video dude did about it. But this is what it looked like on the inside. Come on, show to him. That's what people were like. Oh, yeah, that joint was crazy. Yes. Wow. Yes. Where the wig at? Uh, in here somewhere, people are stamping, stomping on people. And mind you, why people making videos of it? That's stupid. Like that is Social media altered world. We have a shooting and then we make a joke about it. It, it takes away the serious. Or all right, I'm, let me not say we had a shooting because it was no shooting. Right. But there's an incident that creates trauma, right. and we joke about it. I feel like that ties into the Sandy Hook commercial. Oh my god! We were talking about last week. Oh my! I I actually saw no jokes about that, John. But that was wild. <laughs> yeah. Like, 
That was wild. Yeah, bro. Yeah, that was wild. I think you guys are putting a commercial with kids in the school, and the school is getting shot up. What sense does that make? None. I don't get like if I'm a kid and I saw that, I'm going to not want to go to school ever. I'm like, mom, you need to homeschool me. Can you hit the computer up, get some Rosetta Stone programs <laughs> yeah. on here, because I ain't going back to school. Yo, I'm a communications major mm. by trade, production, mm. knowing how things are set up. Mm. So I thought about the meetings that went into, let's make this commercial. Because they're, they're known for making like commercials yeah, that strike. Yeah, but you got to have, I feel like that's not even striking. That's just plain old craziness, madness. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I thought about the meetings that went into it. I thought about the idea that people sat down after making 2018's commercial. Like, okay, this is what we did last year. How do, can we get reach? Yeah, how can we reach more audience or get people's attention, right? So the spin on it, the start of it was like what you expected to be. Back yeah, to school commercial. Some book bags, got a new pair of sneakers. Right. Skateboard, yeah. all this shit, right? When I noticed it went left was when the dude, oh, when the girl said, these folders that my mom got me yeah. are perfect. I saw the teacher coming in and shutting the door real quick. I'm like, what? What's going on? Then the kids running down the hallway got these yeah. new sneaks. You hear the gunshots. You're like, Whoa, but they're still talking like this is a fun thing. And the kid got the skateboard busting the window. Yeah. So that's when I knew it was over with. That's wild. And then the scene that killed me, it was the a girl black in the girl. Bathroom, yeah, that, that took me out too. Bro. That took me so out. So when you saw it, what did you feel? Like, because the, the way she spoke was like. Yeah, it was like, I could yo, see a kid what? doing it. Oh my. My God. thing is, 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 you had the shooting in. Walmart in Mexico. Mm-hmm. I mean, not Mexico, Texas. El Paso. El Paso, Texas, about like a month a month ago. That was last month, right? Yeah, it's time. You had yeah. the shooting in Ohio at the club, at the bar, and then you guys making a commercial about the school shooting and, like, trying to tie it into, like, a back-to-school, I guess, awareness. Yeah. That's no awareness. Like, to me, that makes no sense. Mm. What, what in your right mind is thinking this is going to promote safety for kids? Yeah, it didn't promote anything safe. I, that commercial made no <laughs> sense to me at all. Yeah, I just it didn't. don't. I don't get this this landscape of uh like television and music. Cause I was talking to my mom because I was watching. You never watched American Horror Story before? A little you? bit, a couple seasons. Um, when Lady Gaga was in there, I seen the, okay. that season. So like some of those uh, other seasons are like really like crazy, like killings, like very graphic, mm. all that. So you know the saying like art imitates life, then life imitates art. Yeah. So my thing is... Wait, wait. Art imitates life. And life imitates art. Mm. Or some people say life imitates art, then art imitates life. Damn, yeah. So, you know, people use it two different ways. Yeah. But when I'm thinking of that commercial, I'm like, somebody might see that and they're already mine, like mentally, they're like going. That, that might promote them in a sense or give them some type of idea like... Yeah. They, sh- they show a commercial about schools getting shot up. Let me... You just don't know people's mental and yeah. their mindset and how they plan shit. Yeah. So I thought about it that way. That's what I got from that commercial. Yeah. Y'all showing this like this is normal. Yeah. A school getting shot up, that makes no sense. Just like Chappelle's joke, like when he talked no about sense. it in his stand-up. Did you see his stand-up, uh, John? When he was talking about like, yo, do teachers ever think, or do schools and administrators ever think like, we're doing a school shooter drill. <laughs> like the kid who is not about to shoot the school up is probably in, in these classrooms knowing the procedure and shit like that. So you show these things and it's like, well, well how is this really helping? Right. And that's the, the, like, I see what you're getting is like, how does this commercial really help? It didn't help me at all. Um, it startled me, which is, I guess what they wanted it to be. Mm. 
But I didn't see any call to action to, hey, after this commercial, let's talk to our kids. Talk to our kids or right. Let's be more uh, open about what it means in, in these in, in, in these environments to to talk about a, a shooting when it doesn't relate to the death, but relates to the prevention. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's talk about, like, the guns that we have in our homes. Let's educate the kids. Maybe, like, okay. Or the safety of guns. The game you play of Call of Duty, I'm not relating games to guns violence, but the games you play is fake. Mm-hmm. This gun it's will real. kill somebody, right. right? If you feel angry or upset or scared or sad or getting bullied, don't reach for this. This is not going to solve your problems. What's going to solve your problems is having these conversations. Yeah. White parents don't talk to their kids. Black parents don't talk to their kids. Nobody's parents. Black parents don't talk to their kids. Why don't black kids shoot up schools? We don't have access to... We got access to guns, bro. We have access to guns, but... I don't know. I don't think... mm, That's a good question. Because, like, I've said that, too, but I haven't really had a a chance to really think about it. This is the podcast for it. (laughs) Why do black kids not shoot up schools? That would never cross my mind to shoot up a school. It wouldn't cross mine either. Like, people kill their family, then go shoot up a school. Literally. Literally. If I'm mad at my family, I'm just not going to talk to y'all. <laughs> That's it. Leave me alone. I'm not talking to none of y'all. I'm not going to shoot y'all. I'm not trying to go to jail. Like, at all. And and that's what I think. Like Maybe... You know, my fault to go ahead. You're you good. Maybe we got so much trauma already going on in our lives. Mm. That's the last thought to go shoot up a school. Because we know we're going to die. Got, oh, we already yeah. got so much stuff going on in our regular life. White kids, I'm not saying that they don't have anything serious going on in their lives, but let's be honest. Yeah. These schools half the time be in the suburbs. Yeah. Parents making 150000 plus. Yeah. Their lives are easy. So when they get mad, my life is over. This is going to ha-. They go shoot up. They In their mind, they think it's going to solve something by shooting up a school or killing wow. somebody. Wow. Because it's just get away from the problem just like that. Because they used to not have no problems. Right. You never had problems all your life. And one problem hits you. You're going to go insane. You don't have and the tools, the most to, minuscule joint. Exactly, but if you don't have the tools to like solve that issue or like solve like the problem or whatever, yeah, that you is go true. To the the most far out solution in the world to to fix it. You just made a good point that it's like coasting through. Like you, your parent, because like you said, our, we're used to almost being a part of the household yeah. in, in in the yeah. building of yeah. the foundation of the house. Whether it's growing up helping cook, right. uh, if you got siblings, you got to watch your yeah. siblings. In the job, yeah, you got to work, which gives you responsibility. It yeah. gives you you realize real world problems. Also, you're like, mm-hmm. damn, this shit is fucked Some up out here too. Yeah, exactly. Um, which then, even if your relationship with your parents is Rocky It's not gonna kill your parents You're like, not Like because they You see them as like Yo they can help me still With right. what I'm going through right. But I've noticed And I've had white friends I haven't had like Super rich white friends But I've heard stories About these kids That come from You know I went to school In the south So they right. all they went from, from white yeah. schools And kids come from money Yeah and they was Oh my goodness And they'll hear about it All the time Like these kids be strung out On drugs too Like there's so many um, White people are exposed To stuff quicker than yeah, we are Yeah yeah Like they be doing cocaine Super young, super young, and, and going wild with that shit. Parties, all this shit. And this is me know. commentating from the outside in because I'm not white. I have, don't like, know I, had, I do have white friends. Mm-hmm. Like I have one white friend. Like me and her, I'm pretty close. Not we not close, but we pretty cool. White Bay? Like, no, ain't, ain't white Bay. But <laughs> I've been around her multiple times. Been around her friends multiple times. Like I went out to the city with them one time. No word. And they get wild. <laughs> they're, they're wild. Yeah. It's no. I feel like they have no. There's no problems. They don't have no issues. They just... This is their... Like, they act like this is their... Just, like, entitled to their yeah, life. Do whatever they like, want to do. Yeah, this is me. I can just 
be free. But the crazy thing is, like, they have black friends too. So one trip, for uh, instance, we went to um, we went to Alabama actually. It's Word. called the what was that festival called? Hangout Festival. It's in Gulf Shores. Uh, that's super southern. Like, that's all the way down by like Mobile and shit. Yeah. So I don't go down there. <laughs> is it? Yeah. So we had went to that. So it was like four black people that went on the trip. So it was me, another black dude, and uh, two black girls. Mm. You could just see how we act. How they act It's totally yeah. Mind you We friends We all cool But Just the way they act Towards certain situations Yeah I'm just like Yo like Y'all wow <laughs> Cussing out police For real Somebody say something to them They like cussing people out Black people We just know sometimes The Me cussing out a police officer it's That's gonna happen two things I'm going to jail <laughs> Or I'm getting killed Literally That's just That's just life Yeah I don't wanna I don't wanna think like that But that's what's gonna happen the to reality me is. That's the reality Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Nick has a police officer. Calm down, miss. Calm down, mister. This is not that such a type of situation. Right. They get this lenient yeah. conversation. Baby. They getting baby. Wow. With us, it's... Pop, pop. Right away. That's it. Wow. Key point. That just ties back to what I learned in school. Yeah, school becoming a handy sometimes. <laughs> so, uh, remember I was talking about the Indians and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So, in the article that I read, it was like, the whites treated... The Indians so bad because from generation to generation it was passed down to be scared of Indians. Like mm-hmm. they weren't civilized, they mm-hmm. were animals. So think about how black people get treated. It's been passed down since slavery, since we came over here. We're animals. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to be, you know, I guess quote unquote human. We are yeah. human, but we're and not. They human. didn't even treat us here. Yeah. You get three fifths. Uh, what's the three fifths clause? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, it just. In my mind, it's just crazy to me how, like, our ancestors were, like, chained and born on ships. That's crazy to me. Yeah. From literally. Africa, we're not talking about a plane you can fly a day. No. We're talking about a three, three four months. months. So, I saw something oh. that was, like, and this is just, like, a quick tangent was, oh. like, that along the slave route, sharks still, like, go in this, like, passageway from where slaves' bodies were dumped overboard mm-hmm. and that they still think or feel like there's been, you know some type of possibility that more bodies will come down just for how long it was happening, like how long the slave trade was and I guess the amount of people that died and got thrown oh. overboard, which is crazy. But also, I feel like trauma is also passed down through bloodline, through generations, yeah. through the way Donald we Glover talk. said that. Yeah. Like, said, black people in America have PTSD, like it's generational. Mm. It's just passing through us. And, and it we don't even doesn't, know. Yeah, like we don't, we don't even know. It's just Because personally, naturally. I really don't think I got PTSD. Yeah. Personally, that's my opinion. I think I, I don't know if I have PTSD, but I do know where I was taught to stay in a place. Mm. And in the place, which is why, number one, as a Sagittarius, we're rebellious. But as a generation, as a generation, we've become so like shaking against the fence, pushing against the barriers because it's like, yo, no, fuck that. That was what y'all did. You feel me? But I don't think we're all the way living up to it tying back into i'm not blaming it on social media but our minds through these lenses right mm-hmm. like we get to a point where we see something we're outraged for a second then we go back to like yeah, uh, you know what Let me, you know i'm cool it, it wasn't that deep or up oh, it got handled or if it didn't get handled i haven't heard nothing about it so i'm not going to say anything right. about it also the fear of we saw leaders get executed bro mm-hmm. literally when that is that is strategic they killed one of their own who was trying to help it. They yeah. killed JFK. When you go against the system, it's death. That's death, it. Death is the answer. That's it. That's it. Because you have to eliminate the problem, yeah. right? That's it. So you see leaders get executed, and that puts fear in your heart, regardless of if you want it to be or not. Mm. A second thought comes in your brain. Oh, wait, I shouldn't say this. Right. 
because they said because something they, similar it, exactly. and did something similar and, and this is what happened to them. They didn't get nowhere. You right. know what I mean? I don't want to die. Right. Like that's and and it's it's like if you live your life in fear though, you don't amount to your mm. fullest potential. That's, that's true. That's but true. when you see somebody living at their fullest potential, walking in their truth, speaking their truth, living their best life in whatever it is that they believe in, mm. if it's against what has been set they in place. Well, I'm going to present this question to you. So, would you rather just be dormant and not, like, no harm come against you, or would you rather walk in your purpose and just deal with the harm or whatever, the consequences that's going to come? I would, I say this as, like, optimistically as possible, that I would rather walk in my purpose and deal with all the harm, mm. but I still feel that I don't want to die, right. right? I still feel that I but don't want to be dying be for a cause. And that was something I thought about, too, um, dying for a cause, but I would... I wanted to be in my my whole like vision of what it would be to move together as a people. Mm. I know that if I was to step out on whatever it is that I believed in saying fuck the system, fuck right. media, fuck all that, I wouldn't be backed by the same people that I look to right now as right. family, as friends, as coworkers, right. as whatever. They wouldn't stand with me because of their self-preservation. That's why I feel like like Martin had like his certain people that was close to him. Like Martin had I think about maybe like, he had a group back in him, but I would say a good four or five people that was riding with him. Like, yeah. they on the front line with him. They yeah. standing with him. Malcolm, I don't really remember anybody with standing by Malcolm. Mm. Like, you had the Nation of Islam. You had Elijah Muhammad. You had uh, Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember people standing with Malcolm. I'd always remember yeah. Malcolm, like, alone. like Because he was so himself. militant. Like, he knew, like, I feel, and I'm actually, as you mentioned, that red and black book right behind you is like a, a book written about Malcolm X by any means necessary. It's called, I'm gonna um, take the book. no, I got to read it. I'm on second chapter, bro. No, 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 no. Hey. <laughs> I got you right after right. I'm done. Um, but it was basically about, um, well, it's about his life. It's like a biography. I forget who it's written by. You can open it up. I read the autobiography of Malcolm X. Yeah, this one's like by any means necessary. It's like a different joint. Um, But it was talking about just like it talks, it's getting into like who he was. It was his early life um, about how he was inspired by his father and he raised like through seeing people um, through relationships being built Um, and that you said you didn't see anybody standing with him. It was like more of like the broader idea was within the people, right? Like because at the time they were divided between peace, uh, Martin Luther King, and war, Malcolm X. Uh, Malcolm X. So like, that was also I feel like a fault in our people. Because if I don't know, but they had to choose a side. Yes, that was what they made us do. They yeah, made we're us choose trying a to side. be equal, but we literally to choosing. Okay, and they I'm, chose the peace route. We chose the route of Christianity. We chose the route of, you know, turn the other cheek, beat me down the street, spray me with water, hang me. Ah, uh, you know, yeah. God'll get you. Right. No. We if I feel like if number one, if Martin and Malcolm were on the same page, mm-hmm. I don't think they could have killed them both. Mm-hmm. And if they did kill them both, it would have been at the same time, which would have yeah. created yeah. some crazy People really would have went to jail. Yeah, I mean People like were really going to jail. Exactly. Like, the group I think that was the that their cause made the most sense to me was the Black Panthers. Mm, yeah. The cause made the most like their the way they move made so much sense because it wasn't really about religion. Right. With Malcolm and Malcolm, you got Christianity yeah. or Islam. Yeah. And that, so now I'm, I got to choose. Yep. My whole then, family's Christian. Yeah, right. Yeah. Then you think about, like you said, peace or war. Mm-hmm. The Black Panthers, people make it seem like they were like violent, but they really weren't. They were just standing, protecting their ground. Mm-hmm. We're not going to harm you. You don't harm mm-hmm. us. We're just going to mind our business. 
they were had food programs in the community. They started mm-hmm. their own schools, started their own daycare. You really don't hear about it. All you think about is the the leather jackets and the guns and the mm-hmm. barrettes they used to be wearing the Air Force. Mm-hmm. You don't see all the stuff that was behind it. Yeah. And we don't learn about that in school. That's true. They show us the um just the, the stereotypes yeah, of it. That's what I'm saying. The picture yeah. of Huey, yep. Huey P. Newton with his yep. gun sitting in the chair and his yep. leather jacket. Yeah, yo. When I wear my do rag, I call myself Dewey P. Newton. Oh, here <laughs> but like again, we not talk the causes. Like yo, they had all these different programs in the community because I think they took from both Malcolm and uh, Martin and formed, I guess, their own little little formula for what mm. they thought would help us as mm. a as, as a, a race. Yeah, but I feel like fifty years later, we still fucked up. Yeah, it's and that's the thing. You just made a good point. Fifty years, like Malcolm uh, was killed fifty one years ago. My bad. yeah, you think my mom is like. Up, I don't like to give You won't give out a woman's age But she's in her 50s right. um, Our parents are up in age our, Yeah our parents are Were children When this went down right. right So And I think I forget who I was talking to About this But again That was like Their parents Like I was reading the book And it was talking about You know like in the 1930s and 40s That's when my grandmother And grandfather were like Of their 20s right. Getting older About to have kids And right. then they go through that They see it Then they have their kids And then they have to raise their kids mm-hmm. In this lifestyle yeah. Thinking it's going to get better, and it doesn't. And it doesn't, bro. So now, which is probably what's created the generational disconnect between us and our parents, mm-hmm. which is something else I wanted to talk about, too. Um, we don't see eye to eye. They want us to play the safe route every time. But you see why. Like, this ties into why. Mm-hmm. They want us to play the safe route because, you know, that you can't put your eggs in one basket. Right, right. Don't count your eggs before they hatch. Have a plan A, B, C, D, because, you know, they don't want yeah. you to do this. The white man did this, right. or they'll stop you if you try to amount to right. this. Be realistic about your goals. Yeah. You know what I mean? But again, with what we've seen growing up, we see anything is possible. Yeah, we see people possible. reaching bees. We see people that we look like touching great lengths, great height. Whether it's in now, it's in entertainment, which is and that's the that's the that's the answer right there. Yeah, it's only entertainment. Yeah, only entertainment. Which is. But I don't think that's all the way bad because... It's not all the way bad, but it's just like, again, they're confining us to this that's true. This uh, this space. You guys can make all the money you win entertainment, sports, yeah. you know, fashion, yeah. Yeah. all that. Yeah. And when it comes to medicine, mm-hmm. political, economical... Oh, Shit, that matters, y'all right. Y'all can't. Y'all can't. Damn, that is true. Think about it. All the, like... At the end of the day, that's entertainment, yeah. which is to be entertained. Yeah. We're not really being informed. It's very few people in those areas that's really trying to inform us. Yeah. And the ones that do are almost spun out to look crazy. Either you're looking crazy or they shutting you up or yeah. you just disappear. Yeah. And you hear a lot of times, too, like, are, they, they get a lot real politically correct once they get a label deal. Mm-hmm. Like, you see a lot of artists maybe, I can't really name off the top, but mm-hmm. you you know yeah, when yeah, you see yeah. it, a, like an interview, and you'll, you've you heard somebody say something, and then they get asked about it in a formal setting, and they change up their answer. or Because, again, these white men are behind these labels. Mm-hmm. They own these labels. That shit's crazy. When they die, who you think get the mom. label? The kids. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Ain't nobody buying no label. That's true. Nobody is buying a label. Nobody has, hear, my, hear me, clearly. Nobody has enough money to buy a record, a major record label. Like the Atlantic or Atlantic the, or Columbia. Yeah. No, I'm like That's true. These people own like Adele catalog, Beyonce's right. catalog. <sighs> Kanye is on uh Def Jam. Mm-hmm. And Def mm-hmm. Jam is owned by I'm not sure because I'm I i do not know. I don't yeah, want to yeah. be misquoted. But I think Russell, I think, did start Def Jam, but I don't know if it's owned by a black personnel. 
I think uh, somebody else took over it. The owner of Def Jam is... Oh, wait. It's Universal Music Group. Yes, so Universal is, Music yeah, Group board out Def Jam. Is a subs- uh, Def Jam is a subsidiary of Universal mm-hmm. Music Group. Paul Rosenberg is the company's CEO. Again, white guy. Right, bro. That's my thing. I feel like now, for me, maybe it's time for us, uh, instead of being the rapper, we need to be the CEO of these companies. Because they complain yeah. about people taking y'all masters, people doing this. Because mm-hmm. there's nobody like us in those seats in the board meetings. Right. Said, so what do you yeah. expect? Nobody, nobody there. We don't have anybody in those meetings that's going to have our back. At all. Looking out for our best interests. Nah. And then we laugh at people or people, you know, kind of downplay when yeah, we make fun like, of them. That, downplay yeah. title, the streaming service yeah. that Jay-Z started or yeah. damn near downplay black labels. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, but I, I think that, like I said, it's not all the way bad that we're making this type of money, even though it's not the I mean, you talk about niggas that's touching hundreds of billions. Right. That's uh, 100 mil ain't right. shit compared to that. But I think that. It gives you the opportunity if you're properly educated or if you understand what it means to to move in this this society that you pivot. Like you get your bread out the music because it's really from touring, like you know streams and all that doesn't make the money. Yeah, so like when you take your shows or whatever, you go into these different cities. Hopefully, if these artists are smart, they're good looking in the real estate in these different cities and 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 not just their own houses, but apartments. But again, that's they looking at the how they're going to get more money. Yeah, yeah. Every rapper, if every major rapper that's worth, let's say, over $75 million, mm-hmm. we'll put their money together, mm-hmm. we can start our own, we can really start, we can our, start own our own world. own country, bro. Own country. Literally, if you, you just made a crazy Every point. rapper that's worth over $75 million, it's a, it's a lot of them. Yeah. It might not be, you know, 50, but. But it's up there. It's up know, there. The yeah. numbers are up there. I, was, I told you I was watching the Bill Gates documentary. He's giving away all of his net worth, well, that's the wrong term, all of his income. Or whatever like, how it is. like yearly earnings or whatever. Yeah. He's giving away all of his money. Mm. Everything. Mm. He gives away everything. Mm. So why these rappers you don't hear about none of y'all? I'm Give sorry, Jay Z. He touched a billion, but I don't. Maybe because he he's not vocal. What is what, what, like with what, what, he what he's doing? But yeah. what have you done? Damn. What if? Yeah, they they've done nothing. You done nothing. You can he can. But he all I know he always saying his lyrics like I don't want to be public with what I'm doing, but. Again, what are you doing? Something that you would have done that was major should have went public. Bill Gates is paying every year to, uh, what's that, the Gates Foundation? Yeah. Or every they pay for, uh, I don't know how many college students they do a year. Full tuition, right? Full tuition. Mm. And, it, and he's real philanthropical. Like, really? Is the, really? Is the word. Like, I told you, everybody watch his uh, documentary on Netflix. I'm only through the like the first episode. It's series. It's like a couple it's different a, episodes. three or four. Whoa. Yeah, that's, that's your weird. phone. That's weird. That is your phone. That's weird. You said series, and the series came up. That was weird, yo. I'm trying to tell y'all, y'all need to get woke. Yo, I'm sorry, I what is say that, going but on, yo? But it's three episodes. I think it's three or four episodes. But when, like, the first episode, he's trying to develop how to get uh, plumbing in uh, third world. I think is it third world? Yeah, third world mm-hmm. countries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This that's man deep. is trying to change the world, deep. and that's what's going to matter after you're going. Forget how yeah. much money you had. How many girls you had? How, like, forget all yeah. that. But at the end of the day, it's gonna see what did you do to change the place that you came to. Mm. Like, and that's what ways did you make it better? Why I don't want to rush my process because it's honestly like I see everybody like begging to be rich right now, right. like you know, and around our age bracket, yeah. the twenty to thirty range, right? Um, see, I want to be rich, but at the end of the day, what is it gonna bring me? That's what I'm saying. Like the money that I want 
or the money that I will touch when I get up there, like I definitely want it to be where I can then create resources for people. Yeah. And I'm probably going to do it through people telling their stories in a sense that we got to talk about a lot. Like there's a lot of shit for us to talk about mm -hmm. that will free people of shit yeah. to then make them realize, Oh, whoa. Yeah. wow. There's something, there's a bigger purpose to all this. Like, way bigger purpose. We're all one. Like, and we're off on hella tangents. If you're following along 40 minutes into this episode, uh, thank this you. Because, episode. Yeah, this, this is a episode. Yeah, this is a great episode. Hopefully, you're writing shit down. But this is where I'm dropping the knowledge point, too, that we're all one. Like, yeah. when I, if I, I look at you, I don't see brother, but I right. see similarities right. in, in you that I see in yeah, myself. So. And, that's, and I feel like it, that's what you're seeing everybody. Everybody Black, is you. White, male, female. Any whatever you non-generic, no, now they got different terms. Binary, binary. yeah, non-binary, all that. We all are one, literally, because the the thing you judge somebody on is something that you dislike about yourself. yourself. You can call somebody loud. You can call somebody ignorant. You can call somebody stupid. You can call somebody fat. You can call somebody gay. You can call somebody dumb. Whatever right. you call that, that you person, like it's something you feel insecure about, or something you feel that you couldn't do. That you got to call them out. That you got to call them out. Mm -hmm. Which is great. Like, you think yeah, about it, and it's like, really damn, crazy. what do I judge people on? You be like, oh, shit, that nigga look, lay stupid. Yeah, yeah exactly. You feel me? Nigga's first thing is what you got on. That means, or if you think about it, it's like, damn, I might not be, like, exactly. I don't want shit, nobody Every to, day, I ain't. You feel me? I'm never dripping out, but I put on a fit that I'm comfortable and exactly. confident in wearing. Exactly. I compliment anybody. Like, anything that somebody wearing, if yeah, I like it. tough. Exactly. But in Philly, you can't support nobody or no. say nothing about it because it's dicky. Or if you say, like, I feel like everybody has opinions. So you can dislike something. And sometimes it's not even on no hate. And it's just like, yo, maybe if you did it like this way, it might. Exactly. I'm just my, my exactly. Opinion. I ain't hating. I'm just. Exactly. Giving a little opinion. Because and then also, if you dislike something, you don't have to clown nobody for it. That's the whole key thing. You don't have to say that shit looks ass. You don't have to. Say, you should say whatever it is in your brain. Because, again, we're all one. Exactly. You wouldn't want nobody say to that say to you. that to you. The golden rule is do unto others. As you want it to yourself. Because why? We're all fucking. <laughs> I wrote about that in my paper last week. I said, if everybody in the world would spread more kindness, the world would be a better place. And I got to practice that on myself. I got to practice that. I practice that on yourself first. Be kind to yourself. Mm, which then? Let, let, let that sit, people. Be kind to yourself. Then that allows you to be kind to others. Love yourself, and then it'll allow you to love others. That shit, the is, that shit is the crazy. It's all about the ebb and flow of life. Um, and, and with that, it's like I've I've been doing a lot of that. Like it's like a lot of self-reflection. Like when I write, I think about a lot of things that I can kind of be with other people or, you know, how I can uh, pay more attention to myself, which would then allow me to be attentive to other people. Um, because I feel like I was I've been a real empathetic person. Like I feel with people yeah. through a lot of things, That's how I am too. which but then I always felt like they're not feeling with me. So I don't no, that's me. share. So I don't share. I don't, I don't share none of it. Like I'll, I've been, and then it's like, I, I've been put in like, you know, the nice guys category. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you just get to hear all the fucking mm -hmm. tea. Like you become like the ear yeah. streets. Like everybody wants your opinion. Cause exactly. they give good advice. Exactly. You're going to listen to both sides and all sides of the story. Exactly. But, but I never find myself doing that with people like yeah. it's like not my outlet to tell you my business or ask you your opinion on what i should do in my yeah. life because I, I just sometimes i just deal with it or i just try to figure it out yeah 
But I've noticed I didn't do that because when I would give people the best, I hate this. This is what something that bothered me the most. Is that when I give people the advice that I know is best for them. They don't use it. because Exactly. Because I know, I've seen their circumstance. I know both sides of the story, like mm-hmm. you said. Both sides are asking me for advice. So right. I, I don't give up what the other side said. Or I don't say, this is why you should do X. I say. From my position hey. and my viewpoint, what I think <laughs> you guys should do. Exactly. That's it. I've given so much relationship advice. I've given so much life advice. And then I see that. Go the complete opposite direction of what yeah, I said. It's I said a waste, it's a waste of my time. Cool. Like I wipe my hands of it. Waste of my time. You didn't take it, mm. but I'm I've no longer become an I told you so person. That used to yeah, be me. I used yeah. to live off. The, I fucking told you this is what you should have done. Look at you I now, stupid. You, you know the, that, that you just remind me of something because you know how your your friends always gonna come to you. Yeah, I feel like this year really taught me how much of a job it is to actually be a friend. A, a real friend. We're not mm. talking about. Rewind that you. word. Say that again. A, a, the a, job it is. The job it is to be a real friend to someone. Mm. That's a job. That's a fact. And I ain't really peeped that to this year. Mm. So I'm like, damn, why? I keep like, I, like I be falling off with people. Da da da. And I'm just like, damn, the the actual job and the work it goes to being a real friend. People don't want to do. Yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's it's a it's a heavy job. So that's why I always hear people, especially old heads, say you only need like two or three friends for real. Cause you can that's really the time you have to keep up with this many like that yeah that the, life. the time the time yeah. and the work that you you only need a good two or three that shit kills me when I see all these people out here thinking they got, 10, got 10, 15, 15, 20 friends yo my folks be thinking they got Bro. forty my friend my yeah. friend here my friend no, no. You, this is not I'm your starting to really about to say that's my I don't like to say even associate. I just say I know I don't want to say I know them because like, I really yeah, don't know them I'm just cool with them yeah we cool that's it that's it. That is that is That's literally it. how I explain a lot of things, and this is a prime example. You reminded me of something too, like talking about huge friends groups. Mm-hmm. Maybe you noticed it in college too, when you were down at Morehouse mm-hmm. in a freshman year. You see everybody, everybody coming in, everybody's, everybody's friends. friends, everybody cool, everybody's everybody from the group friends. chat. Oh, I know homie from the group that chat. That was my problem. Blah, I ain't gonna fuck with nobody. Maybe if I did, maybe did better in college if I was more nicer. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just got a thing. I just stand by myself. Yeah, and I and I feel like people, if I'm cool with you, then. We become cool. But I'm not searching. For no, hell oh, no. Oh, yeah, I need to be cool with it. Hell no. I went through school. Like, I had one homie. Shout out to Juan Gotti. He is the bro from, we went to orientation, right? Mm-hmm. And orientation was cool. It was cool to do, link up with somebody and go through that experience. Like, you know, just seeing new college yeah. and shit like that. It was right before we left. Came back. First week of school, we was mm-hmm. kicking it. We wasn't roommates or nothing. We were just homies. Like, we would link up, go to the cath, blah, blah. And... We became observers because there were so many cliques of friends. It is crazy. You see, like, in freshmen, if you listen to this, don't go at, like, dudes, number one, don't go after the first shorty you see. Yes. Because, the, number one, and the first couple of weeks, right before homecoming, everybody's Everybody. cool. You will Everybody. get caught up instantly. Don't do it. I've, I've seen it happen. I give people to the first semester. Yeah. Once that second semester come back, yeah. people go home. They think yeah. they top dog. <laughs> they change the My game when they come back. The second semester, yo, I see people, regular normal people. You know, yeah. they go home. People pipe their head up. Mm-hmm. You go to oh, you go to Morehouse Spum. Mm-hmm. Go to Clark. They come back. I don't. Shit is just weird to me because, mm-hmm. like Jay Z said, you was who you was before you got here. Damn. Yeah. People try to reinvent we, themselves. I bro. don't care where I put you. You still. You still gonna be that same person. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's in you. Mm-hmm. What's in you is in you forever. I don't care. If you cut your hair a different way, put a different wig on, change your leg, <laughs> change your city. You are 
who you going to be. Facts. And people, true colors show yeah, in they when they, they get do. put in certain situations. certain situations, like in in either in hot water, mm-hmm. they all automatically revert to what they know will save their ass. Right. Like right. you've seen people get in certain certain instances in school, whether it be fights, whether it be in, uh, lawsuit, and they do. It's, oh, 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 no, no, that's not mine. That's theirs. That that. You feel me? And it instantly that breaks up a friendship. When it comes down to like, you see, I've noticed where it came to drama. Like there was so much drama. And like I said, I was the nice guy. I'm right. the dude that so listens to everything. It. I'm hearing all the tea. And you're watching people that claim to be friends either turn their back on each other, go behind each other's back with they what they dude, or or what it when it comes to like especially roommating with somebody, oh, yeah. bro. See, me and my roommate was never cool, so no, we was cool for like a minute and after that. Fell off. I'm, I'm just not an easy person to live with. Mm. The older I get, get apartment with you then. Yeah, bro, we, we, we won't be friends because I'm just I have to either live with people that I don't know. Yeah, and we're not cool. We're not gonna be cool, or I just have to live by myself. Right. Why? So what do you like? I'm just very like, I'm very like OCD ish. Mm. So I need things to be one way, and that's it. Yeah. I'm not. Compromising on nothing when it comes to my living space. I need right. stuff to be this way. That's right. it. Yeah. And you do some shit to me, I hold a, I hold a grudge. <laughs> and I be on some reals like, I don't fuck with you, yo. It just, that's it. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to tell you, don't. That's why I always say I can never live with my friends. Unless we got like a big ass place. But if it's like an apartment, two bedroom, three bedroom apartment, right. oh, hell no. Shit yeah. Work. I had an apartment my sophomore year of college. And I the statement that you made is true because the homie that I roommated with, we were cool, like, anytime I would pull up to his crib and I had my own crib to go back to. Yeah. and we you were, had to be around that right. person. Right, and I was pulling up to his crib, but it was through another homie. So we would go, kick it, and when I'm a guest in somebody's house, I'm cordial, I'm cool, right. I clean up, whatever, this, that, and the third. But in my space, I could leave some shit around and it'd be like that, you know what I mean? Right. But when somebody else is in the space that I'm with mm. and they leave stuff around He's or they these things, and it's like, then I've realized that when money is involved in relationships, oh, no. it automatically no. slides downhill because there's no way that you can maintain a, a friendly vibe when the you rent's can't. not paid. My when grandpa you, always say, money will show you the true nature of a relationship. 100%. And if it's not there, it's not strong, then it's not strong. Money it's will gone. show you. Money will show you. Go on. I never, I never noticed that, uh, well... Putting business out there, whatever for whatever it's worth, having to pay somebody else's rent yeah. is crazy. I don't think I'm doing it. I will never do friend it ever no again. I'm but not doing my it. thing was, what else I'm gonna do? Right. I'm not gonna be late. But don't you got parents? Don't you got a cousin? Don't you saying. got a brother? Don't you got Homies a grandma, was, grandpa, sisters? Somebody. That's what I be thinking. Y'all can. I get ten dollars from this person, in. fifty dollars from that person, sixty. And it wasn't no light rent. Like apartments and out, apartments. Any two bedroom apartment, you paying eight hundred or more. And that was in Alabama, bro. Yes, I'm, trying, I'm thinking Alabama about to be cheaper, no, like six fifty some shit. No, like seven forty five for a two bedroom for two bedroom, and it was like a piece or you no, know, no, 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 together. Like oh, so that's it was not like, bad, but still, still, it was still. It was after a break, came back working a seasonal part time type oh. job, and it was like you know what I mean, like it got like to you a said, point. All that falls on you, and then you yeah. like yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck else? I got put up rent for both of us, bro. And then not even get it back because you're working this dead end shit and you still got to put towards the bills. Yeah. See, on if I was that person after it was all said and done, I would have made sure I got the extra money and been like, bro, get my rent. Here go your money, here go your money back or something. All right, yeah. yo, here go your money back. <laughs> yeah. Now you tell me, yo, just put that to the rent next month. Then okay, but right. I'm gonna Here's give you bread. your. I'm gonna give you your exactly. bread back. Yeah. 
And don't, that don't, never that shit will piss me off. I'm going to put your money to the rent. No, nigga, give no, my money. Give my, give my money back. Yeah, you know exactly. what I was going to do with that money? Give exactly. my shit back. Exactly. And if I tell you to put it to the rent, then, then go ahead. do that. <laughs> I want money back. That's why yeah. I'm trying. I don't. That's one thing I learned before. I, I used to have a lot of people ask me, like, Christian, how old is 15, 20? Nah, 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 nah. Now, I'm not giving nobody no money. Don't ask yeah. me. No, I have, don't ask me. I haven't been the one to give out money. Now, it, recently, um, I felt like it was needed for me to give somebody money. Mm. Um, but just because they were dealing with certain things, like moving out. like So, there's this girl I'm talking to mm. and shit like that. And I felt like as a man, if, sure. it's different with well, women. Well, certain, yeah, certain situations like, that you... It's different with women, is, though. But my thing is, too, with some women is like, you can... You good. You can make a way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can make a way. It was up to you. Know. You don't want to make a way, but right. at least try. Right. And that's what the thing. I, I, I only go. I only trying. help people who I see are trying. Right. I right? never help nobody that I know is blatantly avoiding effort to try right. to get it up on their own. Just expecting somebody. My, to give it I'm the assist. Like I, I think about basketball. You're already running down the court with me. I'm just assisting. Here you go. Here's the opportunity for you to score. Right. I'm never dragging you down the court. Putting you in position to shoot, handing you the ball, and then throwing it in the rim for you—that's not—it's no. not me. Um, so that was kind of like how I did it, and it, it helped. Like it was like, all right, this is good. This can get me where I need to be. Thank you. I didn't, and then I also don't do things really depending on, and I can't even say depending on the circumstance, but I don't do things expecting anything back because you then set yourself up. All I just expect back is just if anything comes up. Just had my back on something, that's, right? That's what I expect. I don't. It don't have to be like financially. It's just yo. If I got a call and be like da 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 da, yeah, you come say some advice, yeah. something to me. I'm yeah. cool with that. I'm not always expecting if I do something financially to you, like a game back or like yeah, materialistic yeah. or whatever. Yeah, I'm just expecting to just be there for me when I need it. And that's all about. It. And thinking of, too, just the topic that we started on. I like to tie this shit back in. Just the job of being a friend. Yeah. Um, my homies that I fuck with for real. Mm. It's like we could miss months of talking. Like right. there's a couple of homies I ain't talked that I graduated with, ain't talked to in since we graduated. Yeah. But if we called, if I see them, it's it it's, it's you feel pick me? Up. Yeah. I got people like that. Going through the fraternity, like I got line brothers that I haven't talked to in months since I graduated, haven't seen since they graduated, moved all across yeah. the US. But we call and that, that's know. a different bond, but it's yeah. it pick is what up. it is. Right. Exactly. Um But it is like I do think about it as like if you're thinking about somebody mm-hmm. or if you like, damn, I ain't seen what's up just up to don't let the oh well I ain't gonna call him since he ain't called that's, me, that's me. get in your way. Don't do that, bro. Because you never know. I think about this. Thoughts come from universe. The universe, right? Those we're given these thoughts. We're given these ideas for a reason. Either we act on them or we don't. We have the choice, right? We we get a fork in the brain and it's like, oh, should I call or should I not? I'm picking a not. <laughs> you put the <laughs> not in just because it's just that that. The mindset of, ah, oh, let me just stay here. Shit like, ain't calling me. Right. Oh. But no. At the certain point, have, how many times have you thought about calling somebody and either they called you that or when you me, called them? Like, what was that, July? Some John, I'm like, damn, I could learn in a minute. She literally texted me the day after that. I'm Shit's like, that's real. Shit. Shit's real. I'm like, I was literally just thinking about She was like, you're lying. I'm like, no. Yeah, they didn't ever believe you. I was really just thinking about you yesterday. I swear to God. <laughs> and it, it, it realizes, like, when that happens... Like, I just call. You know what I mean? If they don't answer, they don't answer. But at least I put it out there that, hey, yo, I'm checking on you. And well, then hit me back. I think about some of the reasons on why y'all might have stopped talking as much. Okay. So, it'd be like, should I hit this person up? And it's like, damn. I already know what's coming with it. Mm. 
in a sense that you know what their conversation is about. Yeah. Like maybe it just like it's, it's drains like, you. It drains me or just I find myself sometimes dumbing myself down for people. Yeah. They just shouldn't be your friend then. That's the answer right there. They shouldn't be your friend. Cause you we talked about this I think before. It's well, like hang around people you that you want your future to look like mm-hmm. and not what your past is. Like yeah. uh, we just talking about this yes yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Because I noticed that friends that I had in college, mm-hmm. as it, aspirational as our dreams were, mm-hmm. situations happened and we stopped talking, and I knew all those dreams that we had went out the window. Like, right. it was nice because probably either my vibe was so serious about it mm-hmm. that they were just going along with it, and it was like, oh, that sounds great. I can do this, da 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 Or they were never serious from the beginning, and it, it, it was meant to fall off, right? They still fucking watch my Instagram stories and still do X, Y, and Z type of hitting me right. up on social media. But in real life, there's no, no, communication. no communication. And people that are in my future or that I see that I would want to become, mm. not that I want to aspire to be them, but I yeah. see things that they like resources they're able to provide right. or, or opportunities they are able to get. And it's like, damn, that's what I like. Yeah. Let me kick it with you. Not in an opportun- right. opportunist I need to be around vibe. people who's at a level that I'm trying to uh, be it. Yeah, or because like attracts like. Yeah. Thoughts attracts thought. You start, they'll put give you game and you start thinking about it. You figure out where you can apply this to right. and then you move. And, and you're going to pass it back down. Exactly. Exactly. I feel like that's the, the big thing. Somebody helping you out and you helping the next person that's after you out. Mm. I always, mm-hmm. like when I had my internship last year, I just looked at it like they don't hire that many black people here, mm. especially not black men. Mm. So it's like I'm making an impression for the next Black God is coming in after me. Right. They're going to base his performance off of my right, performance. Right, right, So that's why I did my A-game at that internship. You know, and me, usually, um, my thing is consistency. I'll be good for like a good, a good month. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, fuck it. Uh, yeah. Whatever, I'll just go in late. Yeah. That shit, I made a, a point to like, I'm going to be on time. I'm going to do my work. Yeah. I'm going to just show up and be present. Mm. That was my mindset every day. I'm showing up, I'm going to be present. Mm. And I feel like maybe... Like, I haven't seen it. They did hire somebody else after me that was black because I, I, there's no yeah, way I can be able to see it unless I work at the company, yeah, but yeah. I hope they did. Right. I and hope they opened that door for somebody else to come through. Facts. I think, I, I because it was nobody there for me to talk to. It was nobody mm, black. He was the only black dude? The only there? black dude on the buying team for the uh, the company. It was only like maybe three. I'm trying to think. It was, I was the only, it was another black guy, but he was on some, some other marketing joint. Team, but yeah. In the fashion joint, it was me. And it was one other girl, but she was black and Asian. But she wasn't, you can't tell she was black. Oh, right, She was right, right. foreign, one of yeah. the foreign joints. I was the only black, like, you know, you see me, that nigga's black. He's black. <laughs> only one. Damn. Only one. That's deep. Yeah, because it makes it seem like, damn, I don't. Can't relate to nothing. Can't have can't real have conversations. conversations with stuff. None of y'all is, are where I'm from. Yeah. So it was hard. Like, the good thing for me, I got a, a world view type. Perspective, like, yeah, world perspective. Yeah. So. I can always have a just a basic conversation with somebody. Yeah. We can talk about not times ten, whatever. But when it comes to what's really going on in my life, I'm what's trying. Yo, I got to change my what how I'm talking to people. Yeah, yeah. Help them understand. They're literally talking a new to tell language. You, I have a when I go to at certain jobs that I have, certain words. I just I got to remind myself like click. Yo, I'm here. Let's talk about the the corporate voice that we learned growing up. We hear oh, our yeah. parents oh, yeah. go from cussing us the fuck out to being real corporate. Hello, how are you doing today, sir? <laughs> real like, corporate. what what does that do to us? Like, what do you think it did to you in a sense that, uh, like, do you think it changed? Like, you you just know how to put the mask on. It's like you said, it clicks in your brain. It made me think around white people. I gotta 
be on my A game. Mm. And with black people, I could just be who I who I yeah. am. I could just give you whatever. Do you but ever what? think it made you feel like talking to them, you had to act like you were more than something? Yeah. Because mm. you already have a, a um, what's the word I'm looking for? You already have, you're already judging me going into a situation. Mm. So I have to present to you something like, wow, I didn't expect this. Mm. So I got to bring you to A game. Yeah. No faults. I ain't slacking nothing. So if you are going into a room with a, and I, I can explain this too from like my personal experience with the interviews, like does your, this job that I have right now, maybe if, is the like only corporate job that I've had interviewed by a black man. So yeah, that's that's true. Going into the interview, yeah, I was on my like A game, but I felt a little at ease. Yeah. I felt like he understood places that I was coming from yeah. and conversations that I could have. I could use less of the stout voice. That is true. But when I talk to white people, I still talk the same. Like, but my I've always been told like, oh, you talk white. Like, but it's because I talk properly. People like, always I tell had, me I act white, and it's like. But that doesn't mean shit. Like, you know what I mean? I think because in, in black people's minds uh, specifically, white is better. Mm. So people see you acting better than what they are. Oh, you act white. Oh, you bougie. Yeah, why you talk like that? Why you... Just because I think I hold myself to a higher standard. Yeah. Which we all should. And honestly... Common sense. <laughs> if we're going to be honest, and it, it, it's wild to think that, you know, the, the white people gave, gave us the savior complex, meaning, you know, they, they see... They've given us God. They've given us all these images that are like, we saved you from Mm. this. So that's where they get this clout from of being able to help. Mm. When in reality, they're leeching and mooching off everything that we've given society. Yeah. We should act as if we, if we want to do this and, you know, contradictory to what we just said about all of us being one. Mm. If we want to act better than them, we can with ourselves in a sense. Don't sell out the culture. Don't sell out yourself and, and just all them niggas over there or blah, blah, to separate in front of people. Right. Like in front of them. They ain't going to see that's their weakness. Literally. And it's been exploited. It's been exploited. exploited. It's still yeah. being exploited. That goes back to just observing. Yeah. White people observe. Yeah, they did. They observe and they say, they oh, that's their weak point. We're going to hit them right there. Attack it. We gonna And we're going to hit them. Like we're not going to just do a little attack. No. We're going 100 out. miles per hour. We're going to wreck this shit. All out. Exploitation of of the race of the culture, you know everything. Everything we they took our land, and it's crazy. Killer Mike or Doctor Umar actually was talking about this um, about language. Like we still speak, like they call it slang or whatever, but we still speak in our African cadence. We're just using their tongue, like their their language to it. Like if you hear people's accent, you walk down, you can hear it in different parts of the city. Different accents. You feel yeah. me? You know different words or different lingos or where they say it. Because North Philly got a different lingo than Uptown. Exactly. It's it's just how we were tribally. Yeah. It's just we're under the same English tongue, which is crazy. That is crazy. It's crazy. That is crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I never think about it like it's real tribal. Real tribal. It's still in us. Like this is why. Like, but again, it's still in us. We're just not tapping into it. Not tapping into it. I don't, I just always that just goes back to what I always say. As a race, how are we going to succeed? It's going to take. We're not going to be here when our race is rightfully 
ruling. I'll say, but we, but think about it. We've been here since the what 1600s in America. I think the the first leagues came here like the 1600s. Yeah, and we still are basically at like ground zero because we never went back to where we came from to realize. Like, here's the thing. Here's what I think. Mm. If people did accept the words "go back to Africa," not as a disrespectful term, but as you know what, I will. You don't want me here. I'm going to go back to where I came from, and not go back thinking you're different or better than the Africans. We were were given this, yeah, we were given this thing. Oh, Africa's shitty. Africa, you know, hate Africa. Jungles and yeah, been draining. But you got to remember, they did not capture slaves. They captured kings. They queens. captured the kings. They went after the villa. They again. They they went to the kings. They said, "Damn, y'all got a lot, but y'all don't have guns. Take this gun. Give, give me people. your people." Oh shit! Got to protect yourself from other it kings. Goes back from, to like you said, us selling out each other. Literally, and so they kidnapped the architects. They kidnapped the scientists. They kidnapped the 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 creatives of this culture to say, "Damn," because. Let's ask a simple question here, guys. If you wanted to build something that looked really nice and ran the world, would you hire somebody that you felt could not do the job? Oh. My point exactly. You would not hire nobody you thought was ignorant. You would not hire nobody that you thought would not be able to build yourself a million-dollar company. Right. You would hire somebody that had a degree. And had the experience. That had the experience of building something great. And that's when they did Look, I already told you That shit is crazy Once I moved to New York I moved out of America This shit is crazy I'm out of here I probably go to Europe first Do a little stint in Europe Then yeah. I probably Make my stint. way to Africa yeah, Do a little stint Yo they said in Ghana It's so easy for us To get a visa there bro Like and land in Ghana is cheap it I just don't think I'm ready for Africa yet I think it'll be An easier yeah. transition If I go to Europe first mm. you know, they're And find behind, black Europe Yeah cause yeah. they're kind of like Behind America on certain things I see what you mean So then The transition to Africa Will be kind of A little bit easier Yeah I see what you mean Philly to Philly to fucking Ghana. Ghana <laughs> Philly Liberia. to Liberia, goddamn. I'm gonna be like, what the? Fuck yeah, you know, Liberia on? was named after like liberty. Yeah, because those when the, the free blacks when they first got free, some of them went back. To and Liberia. then they named the. I think James Monroe was president, which is why they have Monrovia, Liberia. It's just crazy, bro. Oh, I, should, I need to take a trip to Africa. I keep saying it, but yeah, bro, I might take back. a 99's problems trip to Africa. Oh, seriously, <laughs> I just it just worries me because I'm like, damn. I don't know if, if in my lifetime if I'm gonna be like to see the world actually change, and I think that's what no. to a lot of people. <laughs> when you're young, you be saying, "Oh, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that," and I think sooner or later you get to a point like, "Damn, I don't, I'm not gonna be able to, mm-hmm. to to change this, to do this." We're so far removed, like, and it's no. This is not like an excuse because obviously anything is possible. We get, we can start doing grassroots efforts to change Af- America's viewpoints, but. Again, like I said in the beginning, is that I wouldn't we wouldn't get the backing from the people that talk to us about that shit because they're still trying to comfort, you know, stay in their comfort zone. Oh, I don't want to lose my job. I don't want to lose my house. I don't want to lose my family. But a lot of times we have to realize that as far removed as we are from like change, we still like we said, we've been saying this whole like planting the seeds of hope, I would yeah. say. Like yeah. gotta have hope. You gotta fucking, like with hope. Obama, as much as he didn't do as his, as a president, as much as a puppet figure that he held in the office. You guys remember, he had to come in 200 years of shit that been going on. Literally. You can't change that in eight years. Literally. Eight years. There was two, the, the idea of, oh, it's over. That yeah. was unrealistic. 
it's crazy because I just think about Trayvon Martin got killed in 2015, right? That's 2012, my nigga. Well, he didn't get killed in 2012. 2012. Oh, that you were 2012, bro. Damn. I remember I was in high minute. school. They was doing the Skittles in the Arizona joint. 2012, Damn. bro. That was seven years ago. Couldn't even wear hoodies in school because of that, bro. That was the first incident to me where it's like they still killing black people like like this. That I is, swear yeah. to God. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. I'm from the city. We don't. Okay, now from where I grew up in, I had a good upbringing, nice family, you know, whatever, comfortable. Yeah, yeah. I didn't see people getting just shot down Merks. like that. So I'm like, they still do. Not trying in a dumb sense, like they right. still doing it. But I'm like, that's still going on, right? Like we, they still killing us like that. And then when you see like Sandra Bland and yeah, and the ones that right after Mike yeah, Brown, right, like, right after. I'm like, what the fuck? Like they and my mom is like, see, as a black man, you got to be. I don't know. I see myself as black, but like I always see myself as I see myself in other people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So white people, I Puerto Ricans, mm. Germans, black, white, yellow, Puerto Rican, Haitian. What yeah. they say? I don't see just the race. Yeah. I never just saw the race. Yeah, Until I got older, and then I'm like, in certain situations, especially going into like jobs. Yeah, I see how they separate us. Mm-hmm. How people is separated. And I'm like. Damn, this 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 shit is real. Because mm-hmm. growing up, I ain't never think like that. Never, it, never. And if we want to take it there, race is the social construct. That's why I don't want to live in America. It like, yeah, it doesn't matter what you look like. It's it all ma- like well, everything that's inside is what is what matters. Like we said yesterday on what was it? Yesterday is Sunday. Nothing. None of this matters. None of, matters. N- none of this matters. But in America, it does. Literally, because it's how you define, it's how you fit in, and it's how you identify with yourself. I personally will say I'm proud to be a, a black man, right? Because I just look at black men as kings. Like I see this, I look at this picture, look at these pictures every day. I just can imagine being nothing other than black. Literally, I think about black music. Literally, like, like ooh, and then you culture. think you must be this color or this way for a reason because you could have easily been born Chinese. You could have easily been born white. You could have easily been born to a rich family that lives in the houses right down the street from you. You literally could have been born to... Africa could have been still born in Africa in the tribes and the villages. You could have been born to fucking Jay-Z and Beyonce. You could be the baby right now laying in these $500 mansions. Right. Right. $500, $500 million, million mansions. Dollar <laughs> <laughs> I wish they was $500. One day when the market I crashes, sh- they probably will be. Damn. I have about five of them right now. <laughs> but but still, yeah. you, you just Should've think. Anything. But you're here in this experience. Yeah. In this moment. For a reason, bro. So we don't People don't think like that. Nobody though. does. See the bad shit. Yeah, you complain that That's you're That's what DMX was saying. He was like, I'll never say... I wish I had something else because I'm going to take the good and the bad. Mm. Regardless of anything that happened in my life, I'm going to take both. Because mm-hmm. they have a good a good viewpoint on certain things that just, just happen. So yeah. like everybody, everything is good and bad. Yeah. And when you think about the there rather than the here, like you're not present anymore and yeah. you'll Go never on. be happy. Like you can't always have that, oh, once I get to, I'll be happy. I'll be happy. This You'll yeah. never, because you'll... That fleeting feeling will always feel always further be chasing away. happiness. Yeah, because then I feel like, okay, 
if I now I did in a way do this because we talked about this before. I think when I said when I get this board or when I get this mm-hmm. podcast equipment, oh, my podcast will be fire. But again, I have to put in the work yeah. to make it that. Yeah. These things are just tools and assistance. They're not going to do it themselves. Right. So you think, like, you know, I hear it all the time when people are like, oh, once I get to L.A., I'll be ready to start my shit. No. Not starting now. You won't because you're not starting now. You have nothing to take with you to L.A. Once you get to New York, no, wherever you're at now, you have to have something with you. Yeah. A lot of these big names, the dreams, thing. you have to have that portfolio to even get you a look. Right. Fuck getting in the door because they won't even let you near that shit if you don't have something that's unless like. you start, Like I said, unless you start Exactly. Now. So I personally look, and I'm like 150 episodes into putting out podcasts, right? Whatever I call a podcast, I've have at least 300 pieces of content that are like my, that I can pull some. You know what I mean? Oh, hey, you think I want to talk about that? Oh, look at this. You know what I mean? I've sat on panels with artists from all types of yeah. walks of industries. I've interviewed people. You know what I mean? So it's like these are the things that I am doing to get to a position yes. that I want. So you get to that position, you'll exactly. be prepared. Exactly. That's what the Wu Tang was saying in one of the documentaries. Time is everything. Yeah. Yeah. When it's when it's time lines up for you to present them ideas, for you to mm-hmm. be there, mm-hmm. you know, get your shot, you gotta be ready. Because mm-hmm. you never yep. get that chance again. What about how tough do you think it is for people to prepare mentally because of all the doubt we've been given or or people compare themselves after looking at Instagram for an hour or like have you ever dealt with that? Like maybe you had a goal, set it. Then you saw something or started started thinking something, and you're like, nah, fuck it, and maybe yeah, fell off that goal? Definitely. Because I would say, when I first dropped out of school uh, the first time, I was like, I want to go to school in New York. Mm. I emailed these schools. Mm. I got a bad GPA. They're like, all right, go to community college. Get your GPA up. This was in 2016. Mm. 2019, I'm just going to community college, doing what I'm supposed to do. If I did that three years ago and just been focused and centered, I would have been just... Out here, I'd have been out here doing all the stuff that I wanted to do. Yeah, but mentally, I wasn't prepared. Mm. So the God or universe, whatever you guys say, it wasn't gonna put me in that position or give me that opportunity because mentally I wasn't ready. Mm. So that's Damn. how I think. I, I feel like these four years I've grown so much mentally, and now that's what I'm saying. Next year for me, I think that's gonna be like my year of. You've been doing these past things for the past like four years, putting in the time, putting in right. the work. You done failed a million times, mm. but that this is gonna be that one time where you are gonna get your shot. You yeah, just gonna, gonna go. skate off. You gonna go. Literally, you gonna go. I've had that happen a couple times too, where it comes to just like when I get put off creatively, um, whether it's doing a podcast or making videos. When I used to make vlogs on YouTube, um, I got caught up in numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Like I got caught up in seeing That's, like and you easily get caught up in easily. That. Like I seen you know because whatever for whatever it's worth, I feel like I can. I have a perspective that is changing people's minds. I have a perspective that doesn't feed the status quo. Um, I present just a different idea that you make like, oh, damn. Because anytime I talk to, yeah, anytime I talk to somebody, they be like, I never thought about it that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? And when I see people who have thought about it that way, like when I see people who think about it the same way as everybody else, getting the clout, getting the idea, I think like, well, what the fuck? Do I, I just need to do that just so I can get to literally? And but I. Here and there maybe did, right, but I always felt like that's not me. Like, Mm -hmm. because I never, one of my biggest, I'll say, fears or, um, like, things that I don't want to happen is to say something, have somebody else hear it, and call me out on it that... You, you don't fucking believe that. That's yeah. not really you. You 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 said because you said this like getting called out on contradictory statements, right? So I've always wanted to stay consistent on this is what I believe. This is who I am. This is how I move. This is what I say. Think. Stay true to yourself. Yeah, staying true. And so 
staying true to yourself is the long way. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It is, like definitely. But people aren't always cut out to go the long way. Because we don't see people who took the long way. Yeah. In our mind, we get to see people who uh, I don't say everybody took the short way, but they got Quick, success yep, overnight. Yep, the elevator to success. Yeah, literally. You yep. know, see, I, I forgot what actress that is. It might be, uh, I think it was, was it Viola Davis or Octavia Spencer? It was one of them. Mm -hmm. And they were like, I'd become a mainstream actress so I was about 35, 40. Wow. And they graduated from college, went to, you know, drama school, whatever. Yeah. So you say you graduate school, you're about 21, 22. Mm -hmm. It took you over 10 years, 10 to 15 years just to get that one role. Mm -hmm. that Anybody else? Up. That's why they say stay with your dream because it's so easy to give up. Mm -hmm. Could you get knocked down, knocked down, knocked down? You're like, damn, it's I ain't never going to get to that chance. Right. I'm over here wasting my time. People didn't just got real jobs, successful, paying their bills, mm -hmm. can provide for themselves, and I'm out here still chasing this dream. But sooner or later, something's gonna happen. Right. There's no way you can keep chasing the dream and nothing happens. Yeah, I, I, feel, I just nobody can tell me it's not gonna happen. With and then sometimes too, people don't pay attention to the signs to keep going. Right, like you get a, a some type of alignment with the universe that shows you like, oh, whoa, I, I'm I'm here at the right time, regardless if it's somebody you meet. Mm -hmm. Regardless if y'all have a two-minute conversation with somebody you idle, like, you know what I mean? You see them somewhere or right. you get to a point where you're doing your craft and it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. Like, that's when you're in flow. You know what I'm saying? And when with me, when it came time, like, I had this crazy moment where I, when I was on stage with Carrie Hilson, James Bland, and Matthew Knowles, fucking Beyonce's pop, yeah. right? That's that's a you know what I mean like he don't get the I said I think he, I said that before in the podcast yeah. he don't get the credit that he deserves exactly you know but when I like like I said in those moments I felt like I was just in a bubble of like yo this is it this is where I want to be this is what I've envisioned to be and I remember getting off stage and going back to my fucking apartment and then I'm like now what yeah you know what I'm saying and yeah. from that. I remember going down, like, I didn't put out an episode after that for weeks. And it was just because I felt like I put myself as this is the standard of shit that I want to do. If I want to interview somebody, it's got to be big. If yeah. I want to talk to somebody, it's got to be about some life-changing yeah. shit. It's yeah. got to be, which was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That wasn't the it was, essence. It was getting overwhelmed. Exactly. That wasn't the essence of what I started doing. My start was have a platform where people could share their stories about things that they're going through that may be taboo. Mm -hmm. And that's what I realized that I did on stage. I was on stage with these three artists talking about mental health. Things that people don't always yeah, ask no, them yeah, about. No. They don't really always. Yeah, that's why she took a break from the music Literally. Right? And I remember watching her interview and she called, she caught me calling her out on something that she talked about previously interview. It, it felt good because I did research and she was like, did you watch my set? And I was, was like, like, yeah. yeah. I was I like, yeah. And so <laughs> she was <laughs> like, um, but like hearing and seeing, it was an audience of about 500 people and just seeing people get the raw realization like, oh shit. I knew that they go through the same things yeah. as us, but you see people caught up in the in the hype. Caught up in the glitz and the glamour. Exactly. Like, these lights blind people, and they realize that, like, yo, shit, they deal with the yeah. same thing I deal with. Like, exact same. Money only fixes financial problems. Yeah, literally. It does not fix <laughs> any other problems. Nothing. I keep trying to tell people that. Nothing. It took me, I probably just realized it in the past two years. Mm. Yeah. But it don't fix nothing. Mm. Because you sit with the bread and you still feel shit. Like you still feel shitty. <laughs> like, you got shitty people around you. Like nothing changes. The house yeah. be bigger. Yeah, but your problem. You, you now you have more space yeah. to fill with your right, thoughts. You right, feel me? Right. Just uh, your problems. Going back to the moment thing. So, uh, so when I lived in New York, I had lived next door to a, a film school and like an acting school. Damn. So, the, the next semester I went back to school. Beginning of this year, I had got to like an improv class. Where? I'm like, damn, I'm like. I could really see myself acting on some shit or like, about that too. or like directing. I'm like, damn. But I think 
I'm trying to put the signs guys. I'm like, yo, something. Cause you remember, I'm, I'm big on moving back to New York. Yeah. So I'm yeah. like, it's something showing me to like go back there. But then my doubt, my gut is like, I mean, not my gut, but that self doubt. Like, nigga, you ain't gonna be no actor. Like, nigga, right, relax. Right, like, right, it's right, just right. it's a little hobby. I'm like, no, it's something that like a sign that is trying to get my attention. But yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to look at it. Like, yeah. I'm, yeah. Like the doubt, the, yeah. self doubt is yeah. just saying. No. It might be some doubt. It might be some fear. It might be some. I think it's, yeah. it's the fear. So it's all the above. Because you don't want to do it and realize this thought you're yeah, telling yeah, yourself yeah, is yeah. like. But if you're getting told, if it's a reoccurring, right. consistent right. thing, it's like, yo, just do it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I hear stories, right? Like. I watch all these um, motivational YouTube videos about artists or actors or mm -hmm. people that started off. You see are making it right now or doing something reputable. And you think like, damn, they'd be like, oh, fucking The Rock. Said he had seven bucks. He yeah. started a production company called Seven Bucks. You feel me? Because he only had seven dollars to his name right. when he started, right? Taraji P. Henson says she had a kid or something and yeah, moved she, out to yeah, L.A. She started acting another one since she was in her 30, Exactly. And now she's the top now, as typecast as her characters yeah. are, she still made bread. You yeah. feel me? Like she she's got, a, I think she won like an Emmy or Golden Globe. She's, one she's of them, she got won. bread. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. And she's got to a point where you can call on her name and have stats behind it. You know what I'm saying? And so, I had a dream of acting, and I still could. Like I, right. I, I videos. I did um, theater in school, and I had this monologue. I got a fucking the highest grade in the class on this monologue that I did, and it was because I was focusing on like, yo, let me, like, I don't know why, but Playing characters puts me in the moment for me. Yeah, it puts me yeah. in the moment. You have to be present. I don't bro. think about nothing. You else. can't. And then it just like because on a regular, my mind is all over the place. Yeah, I'm here, there, thoughts racing, running. Da, 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 mm -hmm. When I'm acting, everything shuts out, shuts mm -hmm. down. I'm just this is that me. Character that's yeah. me. I'm I'm in it. Yeah. And the monologue joint, I did something crazy. I did like a scary joint, right? Like uh -huh. I did like a um. Like a dude, like you had to, I had to do the monologue like this because yeah. the dude was in a straitjacket, yeah. and it was more or less questioning like reality for real. Like, is this really what y'all do? Like, is this real? Like, or maybe I'm just tripping. Like it, it was, if I find it or have it, I don't know if I have a video, but I do know where the monologue is at. I'll read it. Um, but when I was acting, I, I picked, I had actually the girl I was talking to, um, come to the class with me and I did zoned out i was like yo i need you there because i feel the most comfortable like i practice it with her and i was like I actually need you to come to the class because i'll get this joint 100 percent right if i'm looking at you the whole time that i do this joint and so when it came down to the time of the show she was sitting i was like yo i had a seat right in the middle i was like yo sit right here when i go up to this to the stage sat right there and it felt like in a sense i was reading a teleprompter or something off of her energy just being locked so in, much, right? Man. And I was just locked in, eye contact, and everybody was thinking that I was really tripping because I never broke focus. Mm. I kept the same yeah, energy. You know what I'm saying? I was in the in moment, character. and people at the teacher was like, "Yo, you actually kind of scared me." Like, I was. I had to make sure that you was actually. Yeah, it was cool. This ain't your <laughs> everyday life. Like, yeah, I. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he was like, I. Had to, I, I wanted to ask you, like. Did you write this, John? Like, is this is this you? Like, but it was just that moment. But if yo, maybe we turn into be actors one oh, day. Top, top. Be like a writer, <laughs> yeah, writer. I like I always yeah. say, maybe if I become an actor, I can be a director because I'm real good on uh, like you know, like the fashion and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So, like setting the scene. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm good at like putting like the, the furniture. And f I just see different visuals in my head, like mm -hmm. the light and how shit should look on TV or on your phone, mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. Why oh, that shit be in my head? Facts. That's why I take so much stuff from like music videos. I'm mm -hmm. like a big music video person. Like especially like back in the day growing up, mm -hmm. every music video came out. Studying it, watching right that shit it. like ten times. Like I don't know. Visuals for me is like one of my big things. Right. How shit like just 
I was getting like looks and presents. It's that experience. Stuff. Right. I think I I noticed um talking about creating experience, this is one talking about music videos, it's like it really you see a lot of like people like people will be real regular, but the, the things that be around yeah, them or that yeah. create their vibe is like what you pushes look to. Up, right? Yeah, like pushes them. Like I think about stage design. Like I I like theater. Like um I'm not so much the movie guy, but I will go to Broadway plays, right. I will watch a play, I wanna be in plays right. because it gives me like 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 you said like you're there in the moment. Mm -hmm. It gives you that experience. It makes you feel a certain way. It creates a vibe, um, and for some reason, I create more of an image in my head. Like I wouldn't. I don't know. I've never directed a play before, but I would want to direct a play because it, I don't know. Like having that control over like people's environment is something that I I like. And right. plays are different. Like in a movie. You can kind of like a movie. You, you can do it fifty thousand times yeah, in the play. Yeah, you live. You got to get that shit right. Literally, and right. if you don't, you, it has to be quick on your feet yeah. to make it make sense because yeah. the audience won't like in a movie. You can edit. Mm -hmm. You can see like you know like it'll switch or you be like oh what the fuck there was a jump cut in the play, there. If you mess up, you're not quick on your feet. They like, oh, damn, they yeah, this nigga don't fuck. Quick on your feet, they ain't gonna know you messed at up. At all, they have no clue. At all, because no in a movie you mess up, cut, rep, set it back up. No, in a play, you nah. you on that stage, your ass is grad right. <laughs> if you don't come with it. And I noticed that um, it for me, like seeing the Lion King live versus the movie. It, it, I never oh my saw Lion god, King. yo, bro, we gotta go to Broadway, bro. I we gotta say, take some trips, bro. Yeah, I saw uh, only joint I saw live. I took my mom to this joint actually like a couple years ago. Word. We had saw uh, Motown the musical. Okay, I and never that seen that joint. That joint was good. Mm. That, it was good. You know what I seen? What? Cinderella. Live when Kiki Palmer plays Cinderella, it. you're tripping, bro. I, I grew up loving Kiki Palmer. I don't think bro. I want to see Cinderella. I don't know if I want to see. You're Cinderella, tripping. Like. They had Nene Leakes as the uh, Eagle Godmother, bro. Like culturally, bro, okay. it was the yeah. show. Like it was just the fact. It didn't even matter about Cinderella. It, it mattered that I thought about it as how Brandy did it when she was playing her Cinderella. Houston, yeah, imagine like, her when you Houston. Oh my did it god, that shit, shit would have been. But it was the same hard. vibe. That's what they were going for. But um, it was live, and Kiki Palmer was there, bro. It was, bro. Yeah, she don't get enough credit. Either. That was the. That was the. That was. That the, might be the goal for in the next two months. You about to go to about to hit Broadway. Yeah, we got to. I mean, we we getting some checks right now. We can take a New York trip, bro. Take Greyhound up there, seventeen dollars, bro. We at Broadway, bro. Take Megabus. I think that shit cheaper than. Oh, it is right. Well, shit, nigga, I try to ride in a little comfort. You feel me? Megabus better than the ground to me. Is it? I always ride Megabus. No, damn. I don't ever ride Greyhound. Yeah, I did have a bad experience with Greyhound. Just, just off the, shit the people. Should we drive? I drive. Right, we could. You feel me? I feel like I don't know. I think the train might be the best because you take you right to what's that called? Like Penn State? Yeah, Grand Central, and then we could Grand Central Penn. Penn Grant, whatever the fuck. I want to be correct. I want to be correct. It's good. It's good. Get us to New York, and we gonna be there. Because I feel like we should start creating vlog content and shit for these people and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Because they should see us out. And hitting the streets, city, and then that'll give us more shit to talk about. Because New York, we coming, we, we coming to New York. Hold on, air horn for New York. Where's my air horn at? Is just drop a bomb, drop a bomb. Fuck it, we coming to New York. In New York, <laughs> the concrete jungle. Yo, because yo. I think like experiences happen to us when we go places together. Mm. Oh, yo, and <laughs> this is gonna be the last thing we're gonna talk about. I know we didn't. We, I know we was this in much. Bro, yeah, listen, this is this is what we talk That's, about. You want to talk about the Eagles? And this or? is what I trans. This is why I gave you that segue because okay. so this shit. So was me and Clinton different. Yesterday we had to work the Eagles tailgate, right? Yeah. So you know we we worked the tailgate about three. It weeks, was two weeks ago. Two weeks ago we worked first the tailgate game. the first game. 
it was it was a good experience. I think we talked about it on the last we did. last yep, podcast. Was, you guys yeah. got the insight of how that was. So, we, mind you, we got to wake up at three a.m. Be the station at three thirty a.m. on a Sunday. Again, on a Sunday. So the Saturday night is done. You got to be in the house Saturday night by 8 o'clock. <laughs> you can't do nothing you Saturday night. sleep by 8 o'clock. the bed. Get to the station. We go to the uh, the stadium. Get to the stadium around like 4.35, you know, whatever. Fast forward. We go into the stadium in the parking lot. We set up our three tents, three tables. <laughs> Literally. We go back in the car. You know, we, oh, we about to take a nap before we, we had to get back out here. for like 15 minutes. So this fat ass run a cop looking <laughs> motherfucker circles around our car twice, literally. So Clinton like, yo, bro, he keeps circling around the car. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know what he want. Maybe hey. I don't know who he was. I was mm-hmm. paying no mind. I was so sleepy. <laughs> House out of the tr- the little golf cart. You guys can't be here. You guys have to take this stuff down right now. Walks up on the window. Yeah, real, looking like real aggressive. Yeah, real like, aggressive. He like was, he was gonna take to fight. it down himself. Yeah. I thought he was about to snatch us out the car. <laughs> yeah, like, I thought about that to start beating this nigga. Up. I instantly deflected his energy though, because number one, like you said, it was six twenty six, yeah. whatever time it was in the morning. It was too early to be yeah. on Ruru shit, yeah. and we had already discussed that none of this shit matters. matters. This is what a tie in from the beginning episode because. We see things on a higher level. Yeah, we talk about always, also, always. and then before we talked about them giving us entertainment mm-hmm. and sports as a part of entertainment. It's a distraction. We're already trying to be above that because mm-hmm. we talked about in this episode as well. There are conversations going on above our head with whether it be politics, medicine, whatever. Yeah, right. And we talked about this all on Sunday. The universe had to have given us. The it wasn't even an hour. <laughs> it wasn't even an hour. It had to have given us the seal that we said something right because it was like you know what you guys have realized this truth. Yeah. You so need to go. You learned your lesson, so we're going to take you out. You learned the lesson. A plus. We're going to take done. you out of this fire because we had imagined that we were going to be there till one p.m. You were talking about the sun, man. The, the highest point at twelve. Yeah. And I'm like, shit, it's going to be ninety degrees. I'm about to be sweating out here. Save this. Save and this, this dude, and I, I don't want to say his name, but it, yeah. he's he's a Pissed off man. Yeah. And he when I when I when he came to the window, I'm like, I'm looking at him crazy because I'm like, yeah. what do you, he was like, you guys can't be here. I'm like, yelling and yeah, I'm like, made it. I'm like, what do you what do you mean? He's like, you can't be doing what you're doing. I'm like, what are you what are we doing? He was like, This, this is what you're doing. He didn't give us no nothing, no re- explanation. That was that was my thing. He could have came up like guys, I know you set up your stuff already, but you know, the radio station that's kind of advertisement, you had to yeah. permit. Yeah, I'm sorry, we had to take his stuff down. Give you your money back at the gate. Yeah, that would have been more of like a professional, professional way to do it, and more understanding. Yeah, when he told it. us, all he told us we had to take the stuff down. We're, We're like, like, wait, what? Exactly. Two cop cars came, pulled up, waited for us, waited for us to take the stuff down. Literally, and then escorted. Demir would have should have escorted us out. Yeah, but that's what they were going to do. We kept going because <laughs> I knew. So our boss kind of went off on a tangent just because, I mean, it's kind of their job to kind of get the, get the understanding because mm-hmm. that's probably his main, where his energy was focused. Yeah, was but the, it, but he, like, it was, kept dragging it out. Why yeah, did, why did it get the, it did, he did. Yeah. It was, it was kind of like, bro, our energy yeah. was, they told us to go. Right. We're ready to go. Right. Let's go. Let's find out the solution just so we know in the future what we need to do. But, but let's today go. is done. Let's go. Today is done. It's done. Um, and you got to know, like, this is a lesson of the day. You got to know when a situation is done. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. Just move on. Regardless right. of what it is, Thank you for your time. And that's it. Had enough. But what, what 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 made us laugh about it is because it seems that no matter where we go, there's a movie esque, a real cinematic vibe to our story. But if you pay attention, it's only when it's us two. Only nobody else. Only if me and Clinton work in the same event, 
Some shit is going to happen. We told y'all about the Made in America event when the tire goes flat, which is an it, all automatically a cinematic yeah. story. Met Lenies. <laughs> it was it was uh, Met Lenies. It was like the whole day was great. Yeah, it was. And then it, something happened. This day wasn't so great. I mean, it was a good day because we yeah. woke up, but right. it was, the fact that we had to be up at three a.m. I didn't go to sleep from that whole day. Right. I was dealing with my the mom. Fact that we being was on sick. time. We like we made it. Yeah, right, right. Got the stuff. Everything set was up. in line. Oh, that that's what made it good yeah. because we were up. We had three right. tents. Right. We had, you know, the music was right. gonna be there. Right. It was planned out to be this shebang. Great event. Great event. That's where it was like, <laughs> nah, not it. And like I said, we had a whole conversation before we pulled in there. Like, yo, none of this shit matters. Yes, like, we just we was talking <laughs> about the last time we was there. They. Like an allegiance to the Eagles flag. I'm like, bro, I'm ready yeah. to go. And I remember he was asking me, he was like, bro, this is people's lives. Like, yeah, we yeah, see yeah, people yeah, walking yeah. around, chanting Eagles, screaming four, five, six in the morning. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, you came from your house on, you know what I mean, for the, yeah. on this Sunday. Just to do this. Just to be in this parking lot and support this team. Yeah, act a fool. Act it, get drunk all day and waste, waste time, right? That, that, that's, that is a waste of time. Wasting time. So you have to work the next day, literally. <laughs> and and you and you. This is some what of y'all come doing. from Florida, just for the tailgates. We did meet that family, and so I'm, getting taken out of that yeah. and realize and just being able to laugh. Like I don't. I remember when we was riding back after the second time we went back there. Yeah. I just started laughing. Yeah, like I was just looking out the window. Well, what did I say? When we got back to the station. I'm like, we don't need to go back. Let's just At go all. home. Yeah, I, you have to know when the little situation going is done. And I was a part of the vibe. I was on that wave, but just you ha- like yeah. it was so adamant from the person who was yeah. giving us the money. This is like, yo, yeah. come on, bro, y'all got to go back, y'all. But we said, and Let's I said, so I said when we got back the first time, I said I'm gonna get paid to speak one day because the fact that we knew this could happen or we knew that something else would go differently, and it did, and it did, and nobody listened. That it was just like, bro. Okay, so then I said, I was like, I said, I think I just said it to you, you that this job, this level of position. Oh, yeah, nobody, people would, laugh at us. Would laugh. They would at, laugh. But have all the direction in the world to give us on what we should be doing with our position. Right. My, my thing was, like you said again, they would laugh at us, like, y'all here at 3, 3.30 in the morning. Literally. Just go to an Eagles tailgate. Not getting no promo fees, nothing. Y'all just here to just go to a tailgate. You get kicked out, y'all go back. <laughs> to pass out things on foot <laughs> when it's ninety degrees, would laugh. Like, are you serious? But my, my, again, they just go, and none of them would do that. No. If they had to be in that position. They, Hell they no. would fold. Hell no. And that, and that was one of the say where we were say we was like uh, we was like this is where you could flex. Like yo, I, I'm up getting yeah, a bag while you sleep. sleep. <laughs> shit, no, shit, fuck that. I'd rather be home. <laughs> there has sleep. to be a better way to make and ninety dollars. My whole sleeping schedule yesterday. You for real. I went to home. I, went, I got back home, went to see around like ten. Woke up at twelve, mm. and I was up to like two o'clock in the morning. Damn, yeah. It just messed up my whole. Just, yeah, yeah. I didn't sleep for real because I had to go. Like my mom got discharged from the hospital, um, but we were there. I got to the hospital like nine a.m. Um, it was funny, fucking funny as shit. The alarm that I set for nine o'clock when I was like, "All right, we're gonna wake up mm. from this nap set, in the, the parking lot." Alarm went off as soon as I pulled into the hospital, and I'm like, "Damn!" That was three hours. Three hours, just at, like of completely different direction of life. When I got back home, my grandpa was like, "What you going to work?" I'm like, "No, I'm just coming <laughs> from work." You thought I was still here? 
He like, what you going to work? I'm like, no, I'm no. coming from work. <laughs> this is he like, you back early. Yeah, I know. yeah. <laughs> I know. I told him the story. He like, how your boss don't know y'all need to have permits or something? Yeah. This is an 81 year old man right. who knows nothing about permits, radio, tailgates. But ask a simple question that why doesn't he know? Simple questions mm. Mm. seem to be the most complicated, and don't get yeah. Like I don't get it, and and one of the reasons too why I know that certain things, regardless of how they run, mm. you're still on the right path, or shit like that. Like pulling up to where my mom is at when this alarm goes off, I'm like, damn, it was meant, this it was, is meant it was for me to be. Regardless of how pissed off I just was, right. this is where I'm supposed to be at. And now I look at all life that way. Like, I just look for little things, little confirmations, little blinks from the universe. Mm-hmm. Like, keep going. I feel like sometimes, especially when something that shit happened, like. You don't see it at that moment. When we woke up, when I woke up for the, uh, until yesterday, I'm like, damn, I'm not trying to go to this. Like, this yeah. is about to be a waste of my time. Da, da, da. Yeah. And a whole tangent in the car is going. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And then look what happens. I get pulled out this, <laughs> pulled out this situation. <laughs> I just, like you said, we just be hit on sometimes with certain things. It's just I gotta start listening to my gut. Next time I'm just gonna say yeah. I'm not coming. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know some bullshit about to happen. Something is telling me I'm trying to and I woke up. I'm like, yo, this is about to just be not it. It's on some whole other stuff. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna just go. Out. Like you yeah. said, make the, make our ninety dollars. Mm-hmm. Call it's just a call of the day. We still gonna get that ninety dollars though. My mom asked she like, Y'all getting paid the one o'clock? I'm like, I don't even know. <laughs> Cause I they might pull so. some stuff like y'all got back to the station at right. eight thirty nine, yeah. so we're not paying y'all the one. Yeah. And, and I mean, whatever we get is what we get. We were there, so there's no fucking holding that. Like we did that, we yeah. packed, we uh, you know what I mean. So we ain't gonna pay that. But yeah. you feel me? I I just I I realize that a lot of times, and the best thing is to do is is talking about it. Is like the lessons that we do learn and we get taught that will aid us in the times where we're going through things, or yeah. or in the times where it's like, yo. What am I being taught? Like mm-hmm. when you go through something hard, not don't ask why is yeah. this happening to me. Ask what is this teaching yeah, me. You gotta find. You gotta figure out the lesson. Yeah, and and it takes time to for me. Like I said, writing or just thinking to myself. Like I overthink sometimes, but I do realize that I come on out on the other side a lot. Where yeah. like oh, a realization. Some enlightenment. Yep, a so realization. I, know I, do. I come out on the side. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh damn, that was some shit I went through. Yo, I was just thinking earlier. I'm like. I was thinking about something that happened like two years ago. I'm like, what the fuck was I doing? Mm. I don't even know what. I can't even get back to that headspace I was in because I was Man. just so far out there, yeah. so far going. I'm like, I'm just happy that I'm like Snoop Dogg. I got to thank myself that I brought myself from that shit. Ain't nobody help me with that. Yeah. I thank me. myself on the you back. feel me? Nigga, congrats. You did it. You took yourself from there, yo. Yeah. I, I, I do that too. Like, when I say like before, like when I was saying get off on a creative tangent and just mm-hmm. get off, off track of like, mm-hmm. this is what I want to do. This is how I'm going to do it. It's... I get overwhelmed with myself and sometimes I question like like do they want it like do people want to hear this from me or does my opinion matter or do my two cents like I never want to add two cents to an already noisy topic and or conversation make, make no sense and not make no sense to it or add value but then I realize the perspective I've been given is the value yeah. like yeah. whatever it is that I have to say is what it's going to be, and right? Even if it only affects two people, it's that's it, two exactly. people that before it didn't, know. didn't know, didn't have that idea, didn't yeah, use that, that. That's my thing. If I could just affect one person mm-hmm. and like just change their outlook on things, or just mm-hmm. make them want to go hard and fulfill their dreams, then I did my job. Facts. I did and my that, job, and we do our job every day. You feel me? Like that's kind of what what I what I leave it off as. Oh, let's give the them the word of the, word of the day. day. You know what I'm saying? Let's get right into yeah, that. Let's get right into that. Yep. Yep. 
Last time it was menial. That's Um, weird. I even remember that shit. Can't remember what I did yesterday, but (laughs) I can remember the last word of the day. We were here, and the first word that I look at is headquarters, main office, home office, chief office, central station, central place, distributing center, police station, meeting place, meeting house, manager's office, quarters, base. Military station, military town, post, center of operations, base of operations, HQ. So so maybe it'll be a 99 problems headquarters in the future. So apparently there is, this is, this is a sign that we are going to have a headquarters for something. Yeah. Some aspect, some, something. Right now, this is the headquarters. You feel me? Right now. It's working right now. Yeah, exactly. We're in the headquarters right now. Are you in your headquarters in your life? Have you established uh, like your headquarters like in your oh, life? Yo, man. Yo, man. <laughs> I won't be before you long, but I just want to ask you the I question. The <laughs> Are you in or establishing the headquarters? Yeah, let me, I got to write that down. Of your that life. You feel that me? This, this, is, this is what we do here I on got, the 99. I got to use that. Awesome. <laughs> you feel I'm me? Like, Damn, Chris, you smart as shit. I know. I know. I fucking know. Oh, shit. We appreciate you all for tuning into the 99 Problems Podcast. We're just going to get out of here on the quick vibe like that. You know what I'm saying? The 99 Problems Podcast is a podcast for us two kings to just discuss things that are going on in our life. And, and you know what I mean? I feel like we had a great discussion today. This is one of the best episodes. I've you know what I'm saying? So Took a week off. Just, again, just getting creative spaces correct. But this Take a week off when we come back and hit y'all with some knowledge, some, some gems. Exactly. I, I mean, that's all I got for you. Hopefully, you listened this long. And if you did, uh, shout out to you because now we're in 40 is some time. You feel me? And hopefully, we was able to add value. That was a value by hour. I feel like minutes. it was. I feel like people took some notes. 100%. 100%. I got mental notes, and I'm always looking back on this because I feel like in like 30 years, when I'm looking back at all the work that I've done and I thought about what I was thinking about now, I'm like, damn. That's going to be the title for this episode when you yeah. post it. Are you in the headquarters of your life? Mm, there it is right there. You know what I'm saying? Get your headquarters correct. Catch you on the flip side, man. Peace. You know what I'm saying?